If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's new website. It has a whole new look and added features like Chakra of the Month and a live Twitter feed. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each quarter, she writes an in-depth article in response to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience. I began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. And welcome to the Marine Menu Cherry Show. We're live here in, in gorgeous, sunny, breathtaking blue sky Seattle, which we don't get to say very often. Would you agree, Eric? It's just not, doesn't roll off the tongue that quickly. I would say this year we've uh, been able to say that more <laughs> often than uh, probably last year. That's than last sure. year. Well, it's still the beginning of the year, but uh, yeah, but it is gorgeous outside. It was beautiful. Feels like spring. Oh my gosh. In fact, I planted. Well, I, actually, I didn't. I helped plant. No, I didn't do that. I bought the plants of <laughs> <laughs> uh, pansies and some daffodils and hyacinths and things like that. And oh my gosh, they look so beautiful. And I was out on the lake. Well, not, you know, in the water, but walking near the lake mm-hmm. over the weekend. And of course, I get to hang out with, you know, the trumpeter swans and eagles and blue herons. It was just nice. stunning here in Seattle. So I think the groundhog was wrong. Or oh, what, what did the groundhog well, say? Well, the groundhog saw his shadow and said six more weeks of winter. Ooh. And I say, well, either the groundhog is wrong this year or we need a new, we, need a, we need a groundhog for the Northwest because <laughs> right. we're getting spring. I've read, you know, I think psychics should really be meter what's that word meteorologist thank you meteorologist <laughs> in the northwest because our weather pattern is so strange and odd it's so hard for scientists to predict right what kind of weather we're going to have so we really should be hiring psychics and intuitives you know in the newsroom giving their um sort of impression about the upcoming weather because it might be more accurate well who's to say that uh, the uh, weathermen that we have aren't already true psychic, you know? it's very possible <laughs> it's very possible well it is to say the least a gorgeous you know sunny afternoon here in Seattle wherever you are in the world. I hope it is gorgeous for you as well. For those of you who've been listening the last couple of weeks, you probably have heard that I'm going to be on the air only one day a week. So this is my very last Tuesday on the air. Uh, not because I don't love all of you, because I do. And I love, love radio. It's one of my favorite things in the world to do. However, I'm just getting a little bit busier and some public appearances I'm going to be doing most likely related to the book. Uh, and the book's not even out yet, and my schedule is getting kind of full. So energetically, f- because I'm in human form, I just can't do it all. So, of course, I will be here on Thursdays interviewing guests. And on some Thursdays, it'll just be me. So I'll be able to do, you know, like I do on Tuesdays, readings the entire show. Um, but I'll continue to have wonderful guests. And But this is our, our last Tuesday Our show. last Tuesday show. <laughs> the... Aww. The crowd response is not <laughs> terribly favorable, I'm afraid. <laughs> you are so cute. That's adorable. 
That is adorable. And, you know, of course, Thursday we're having one of my favorite guests. I, I have some favorite people, I must admit, and you can tell because I invite them back. Um, Christopher Renstrom, who's a, an amazing astrologer who lives in Utah, who's also going to be in Seattle at the end of February. He's teaching a wonderful beginning astrology class that I'm going to be sitting in the audience taking notes and learning from all of his wisdom about ruling planets. Fascinating. Uh, he'll be on the show talking about the class and doing readings, and so that'll be fascinating. Today, I'd like to continue our theme that we started last week, or yes, it was last week, about um, you already know. You already know the answers to anything you would ever have a question about. That answer is inside of you. And I think many times, myself included, especially on deeply personal issues, we like to pretend like we don't know. You know, We like to make it a lot more complicated than it really is. You never experience this, right, Eric? I mean, that just never happens to you. <laughs> you know, it it always happens to me. I don't. I feel like I don't know the answers. How How do you mean we know the answers? If If we knew the answers to everything, why Why did we spend all that time in school? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not necessarily those types of answers, but okay. life answer questions. You know, we know who we should partner with or not. You know, we know where we should work or not. We, we know if we should continue our education or not. We know if we should go see a doctor or an energy worker or a naturopath. Mm-hmm. We, we know these things inside. They're really not foreign to us. Well, but how we, come it's so hard for so many people yeah, to get the, that clear, that clear yeah. feeling of, uh, yes, I know? Right. I think a lot of the time is because we have expectations, which we've talked a lot about on mm-hmm. the show. Uh, and, and so then we have this ideal about, what's supposed to happen next. And we, we want this one thing to happen, even though the other thing that's probably meant to happen will make us 10 times happier. We just, we kind of go for the hard answer, the more difficult, the more challenging result. If we're, if we remain open and continue to ask questions, we do circle around back to the right answer eventually. But I think that people could take years off of that circulating and just get to that place a whole lot quicker if they ask even the hard questions. Mm. Oh, like maybe I'm, I shouldn't be dating right now. Maybe I really should go get an MRI. Okay. Oh, maybe I, I hate the career I'm in right now. You know, those type of hard questions that people just want to kind of gloss over. Yeah. So I think that's part of the problem. Everyone's unique and different. And so we'll, we'll be doing that with our callers today. Okay. So as we talk to our callers, you'll suggest to them maybe the, those hard questions that they should be asking themselves to, to hone in on the true truth. <laughs> Great idea. Absolutely, I will. So why don't we go to the phone lines? Excellent. Let's talk to Kelly calling from Wyoming. Great. Hi, Kelly. Hi, how are you guys? We're good, thank you. Good. I'm so glad to be part of your last Tuesday show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, I'll be here on Thursdays, uh, nice. of course. Yes. What can right. I do for you? Uh, you know, my son, um, I do believe he has a third eye that is, you know, where he can see. He has some intuitive things going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, he's really scared at night mm-hmm. and I don't know how to help him to, I guess, understand maybe what's going on with him. Mm-hmm. Cause he um, sees just, things or he feels things when he's in his room at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. more recently he had came across, um, he said a little girl standing in his doorway Yeah. and I, I don't know if it's so much scared. It, it scared him, but when he described it to me, it didn't seem so scary, but, um, he's like, this little girl was asking him if uh, he liked her hair. <laughs> <laughs> How adorable! But, yeah, that's what I thought. But like, he was just so scared and shaken, and I don't. And you, he, and he's really bad about wet in the bed too. So sure, I don't know if that has something to do with sure. that. Sure, sure. 
I think sensitive kids tend to, you know, be more sensitive even physically with their bodies, like, you know, how it's hard for him yet to kind of figure out that whole when do I get up and go to the bathroom thing at night and and the anxiety of being so open, but yet not comfortable with his gifts. My daughter had a similar experience. My youngest, um, she would see things in her room and she didn't like it at all. So Mm -hmm. I told her what I'm about to tell you is I said, you can ask them to go away and not to come back until you're ready. So he he can do that himself. So okay. he, he can actually do start saying that out loud in his room even before he sees something. But if he sees something, he can say to it, I- I'm not ready. Please go away and don't come back until I am ready. And beans will absolutely do that. They'll dissipate and pull back. They, they may still hang around, but they won't make themselves as visual to him. It's just so easy for a bean you know, whether it's someone who's clearly on the other side or someone who's in, in the in-between world, uh, for your son to see them. It's so simple because it's, it's not, he doesn't have a lot of filters inside that gorgeous third eye of his, which you have rightly diagnosed. Okay. Uh, and so, so that's, that's what I would do. And then have him have a chat with his bladder. Have him put his hand. He's so cute, your, your kid, by the way. So cute. Oh, thank you. Have him put his hand, you know, near his bladder. So like right around his belly button, like right above it, sort to speak. And um, have him have a little chat with his bladder. You know, please let me know when you want me to wake up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom. Because he's just, okay. he's sleeping soundly and and his body is taking care of itself and he's not waking up. So if he has a little chat with his body, then it will help him to wake up in time. Oh, that sounds perfect. I will, I will definitely he's do all that. He's adorable. He's just adorable. He yeah. He's <laughs> he so cute. If he were here, I would just kiss him all over his face <laughs> because he is so cute. He's very cute. Yeah. Um, and then, Marie, is there anything you can tell me as far as 2012, um, any, any yumminess for me? Yeah, well, I think things are going to change quite a bit for you in 12. You know, it's you've been waiting for change for about mm-hmm. three and a half years, it looks like. And I think 12 is going to happen. So whether this is about your personal life, uh, I think things are going to change drastically for you. Things that you've been wanting to have change, and, and it's going to be a smooth movement. Oh, yay. That's yeah. So congratulations. For. That's I'm, I know you've waited a long time and it's been challenging, but I think 12 stuff is going to happen and you're going to go, phew, finally. <laughs> thank you. That warms my heart to hear you say that. Oh, good. Good. Have a gorgeous day in Wyoming. You too. Thank you, Dale. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We'll take one more caller before we take a break. Who do we have, Eric? All right. Let's talk to Robin in Connecticut. Hi, Robin. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How's Connecticut? Is it snowy, cold, warm? No, what, it's, it's like? beautiful. <gasps> really? <laughs> it feels like spring. Oh, my goodness. How exciting. That Love. groundhog was it wrong, is. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Eric is right. We need a new groundhog. Maybe he was slightly, you know, hungover or something, you know, hadn't fully woken up, you know. It's possible. It's possible. So what can I do for you today? Well, I was listening to a podcast yesterday that you were talking to someone last week, and you they were thinking about what was on their um, divine plan for them, and you were talking about, I think, the fifth layer right. of the field yes. and how it was kind of lighting up. And you're I thought so it was smart. So interesting. Mm, you're so smart. Yes. And um, I have a decision in mm-hmm. the next month or so. Mm-hmm. I've been studying energy medicine, mm-hmm. and I've completed the first year. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I go on and do the second year, it's kind of a big deal in terms of expense right, and money. buying and uh-huh. all that. Right. And um, so I thought, oh, it's her last Tuesday. I'm going to get <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
Okay, good. So is it just a two-year program or is it longer than mm-hmm. that? Okay, it's just a two-year mm-hmm. program. Two years. So when you look at the overall experience that you had last year, it, mm-hmm. how would you rate it on a scale of one to 10? Like 10, it was mind-blowing, over-the-top exciting, learned more than you possibly could have imagined, or one, you know, didn't really, like, it's not worth talking about. So, so where would you rate the experience of last year? Honestly, by the way. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of know, mm-hmm. but I just want to know where you think. <laughs> I think like 9.5. Really? Oh, the, okay. That, that, that's, what were you going to say? I was going to say a five. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, that's interesting. Well, you know, I mean... I'm not you, but if if you truly had a 9.5 experience, I can't imagine why you would even be considering not taking a second year. I certainly, mm-hmm. I, I, I would, I just know the universe would provide every morsel of resources that I needed. I wouldn't care. I, I mean, to, if, if I well, was having a 9.5 experience, oh my gosh, you bet I would, I would have already signed up. I would have signed up the day of the last first year class. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I mean that's yeah. a good point. So maybe it's not a 9.5. Yeah. Because I it's very I feel like I've gotten a lot. I've learned like so much. I've sure. learned more than I could have imagined. Right. I'm just not sure because I've never thought about being like a body worker. Uh-huh. And I'm learning a lot of body mm-hmm. energy body tools. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have but you I thought also feel like Go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> Have you were you thinking more of being an energy worker versus a body worker? Yes. Right. So that means if if you're getting mostly body work, you know, information and it's been amazing, then I would say and you've rated as high as you have, although I think you might reevaluate your rating. Um and that, of course that's completely up to you. Then I think that you've gotten enough of what you need. You want something different. And what I'm being told, and of course, you know, you are in charge of your education and all of those things, is that maybe you need to just take what you've learned and start doing some work and integrate more of the energy work into it. I mean, I think it's important to learn how to move across the body and what's going on inside the body, particularly for energy workers. At least that's my frame of reference. That's how I teach it. I think it's super important that people, uh, understand the body. I just think it makes it, if your hand's on the liver, it's kind of no, nice to know that your hand's there, you know, and, and if the muscles are acting up and you know what organs and structures are underneath it and what physiology might be doing, you don't have to know it as, you know, as well as a nurse or a doctor, of course, but to have a strong connection earthly wise to the physical body is very important. And it sounds like you got that and how to move around the body, which is also incredibly important. But you would prefer to do energy work. So I think if you're going to spend any amount of time in education, that's where you need to spend your energy. And what I'm being told is you might want to take some time like the first, you know, next three to six months and practice on people. Mm-hmm. I, I have started that. Good. And, and it actually is energy work. It's yeah. like eat, eat and energy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So see how you um, already know? Like you even. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Because you <laughs> answered the question. It's it, this is the part where humans make it so much more complicated than it needs to be. You answered the question perfectly that you would prefer to do more energy work. That's your plan. That's what you're called to. You want to pay attention to what's calling you, not what your brain thinks you have to do to accomplish something. Because the linear brain will slow us down. You know, it will make things a hundred times more difficult than that needs to be. The intuitive, aware, sensory part of yourself is going to go energy work energy work 
And that's what's whispering to you. So you could always go back and take this second year at a different time, I'm assuming. I don't know for sure. But mm-hmm. I would consider not doing the second year. I would consider continuing the practicing that you're doing because you're actually learning, and I, I'm not going to swear, but a heck of a lot right now in the hands-on practicing that you're doing. You're learning a ton. And that's where you, mm-hmm. you need to put your educational properties right now. That's what I think. Okay? And try not to think about it too much. Just go back and feel what we're talking about. Try not to think about it or analyze it. That's what slows things down. Feel it. Okay? Okay. Okay. Well, then I was also thinking about getting the EFT certification, uh-huh. and that feels kind of good to me. I agree. And that's energy work. So how right. much how much fun is that? See what I mean? Yeah, that sounds great. And it's a shorter period of time. I'm sure not as many resources, something you can integrate into what you're already doing. Great idea. Smart. Try not to think. I, I see you thinking, trying not to think. And we have to go to a break. So I'm sorry, Robin. So you're, you're, Thank you. you're welcome. Your mantra Thank is. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I'm going to feel, I'm going to feel my answers. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. We're going to take a break here. Bye bye. We're going to take a break here on the Marine Menu Cherry Show. This is my last Tuesday. Of course, I will always have Thursday on the show, Um, but my life is getting busier in other areas, so it's more challenging for me to come in and do a radio show twice a week. So we're just going to do it once a week. I'll be right back. You made it. It's 2012 and the earth didn't collapse into nothingness. So what are your plans? You could go on as you have, or you could take advantage of these expanding times and learn how to ride the wave of happiness right here, right now. Riding the Wave of Happiness is a two-hour class that will be taught quarterly this year, Thursday evenings at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Come join in on the fun. Upcoming dates include March 15th and May 17th. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Nowadays, you can go to just about any astrology website, type in your birth information, and download your chart. That's great, but how many of us know how to read it? Christopher Renstrom has created a course targeted for the person who's interested in astrology, but whose eyes glaze over whenever things start to get too technical and wordy. Join Christopher at his Beginning Astrology Weekend Workshop, February 25th and 26th, at the Courtyard on Lake Union. This class is perfect for those interested in learning about astrology, or perhaps even in becoming astrologers themselves one day. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silberman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerit to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, 
brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. No other station brings you this much variety. Welcome to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in, in sunny, gorgeous, blue sky Seattle. I don't get to say that very often, especially in February. Um, so it's a breath of fresh air. And it's been this way for, I don't know, like four or five days now. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, we got our winter out of our system there all in one week. So you that was nice. Right. We really did. Although I'm a little bit nervous to put... You know, pansies and all that kind of stuff, like just in the regular uh, soil. I only can put them in pots. Well, actually, I didn't put them in pots myself. But, uh, yeah, I'm a little bit nervous that we might get another freeze. But you're right. We did get winter all at once. Yeah. I didn't mind that. Snowpocalypse. (laughs) Snowmageddon. (laughs) It happened. And then now it's spring. Uh, Yeah. Let's do that every year. That sounds perfect. Concentrate. Take take a week off. Although Eric didn't get a week off. He had to stay in the hotel, the local hotel, so that you could continue to work, right? Because everybody still had to listen to radio, which is exciting. And, you know, everyone can listen to the show at 1150kknw.com to stream it live. Wonderful. Um, Or energyintuitive.com. And all the shows are podcasted on my website as well. Hundreds of shows all kinds of really fun and interesting interviews. People that I've admired so much throughout my life, I actually have been able to interview, which has been so much fun. And, and as you can only imagine, I'm generally very nervous when I, I'm going to meet someone who I have great respect for. So it's kind of a, like a weak buildup. Maybe you can't tell in the interview, but I promise you I'm very nervous, have made strategic notes, read everything a million times over. And uh, so it's kind of fun. It's one of the fun things that I get to do. So who do we have uh, next on the phone lines? Let's talk to Laura in California. Hi, Laura. How are you? Oh, hi, Marie. I'm great. Thank you. I was excited to talk to you on your last show. Thank you for all the boot camp Tuesdays. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you very much. What can I do for you? Okay. Well, I had a question about romance Mm -hmm. and, um, I'm in the case of what appears to be unrequited love that was quite painful, and I'm trying to move on and carry on, but every time I try to carry on or I get somewhere and I lay in bed at night and my guides will show me this person over and over and over, and then it gets me all heart sick or thinking about him again. It's kind of like a treadmill. Mm-hmm. And um, when I see images of us together, I don't know if my guides are showing me that this is what he's thinking or this is our future um, or really what's going on, and I'm just sort of wondering what you see with us, with it, with him, what's going on with him. And this is and, someone that, when was the last time you saw this person? Um, well, in the physical? Yeah. Um, I saw them in the physical in 2010. It, right. It's been like an astral experience. Right, right. Which, so first of all, these experiences you're having at night, that's not your guides. This is this is your own energy. Your own energy is projecting a multisensory experience that keeps you trapped in a relationship that doesn't exist. It's, so your guides would never do that to you, ever. So this is not an experience that your guides are actually providing for you. You're Because you're very psychic and you're very multisensory connected to the astral plane. So you're literally manipulating the energy to create these images of him and these stories of him, um, which are not even founded in our earth realm. I mean, there isn't really substantial evidence to support this relationship that doesn't exist. So 
it's it's really important. This this is something that happens to people sometimes, especially the more energetically connected you are, because you can manipulate energy anyway, any way, time, shape, or form. And and when we have a strong connection to, you know, that type of multisensory experience, um, you can manipulate that as well. So manipulating the physical realm or the astral realm can absolutely happen. Your mind, you're allowing your mind to play tricks on you. I guarantee you that is not a message from your guides and your guides are not providing any of that image for you. You are doing it to yourself and it's creating discomfort for you. So you need to set a a boundary and tell your being that you, that you're not going to go into this non relationship thing that kind of pulls you off balance. Oh, wow. It's a little bit shocking. (laughs) (laughs) Because guides don't deliver information that isn't, you know, I think for the most part founded in real world time. And, and this relationship doesn't exist. I mean, that was the first impression I got. But, of course, I asked you to make sure. You know, first of all, this relationship doesn't exist. It's not going to exist. It's not real. It's never going to happen with this person. So this has... Really? Yeah. This is not a, 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 This is not communication from your guides. Oh. And so the whole twin flame thing. Well, twin flames don't even mean necessarily relationship, you know, in terms of intimacy with someone twin flames can mean all kinds of things and and this is what's also important for you laura is when you read information or you hear things it's very important that you run the information through your own being to see if that's true for you because everybody's biochemically unique and different someone could have a romantic successful relationship with a twin flame but that's not a common experience i think for most people they're too similar you know twin flames are way too similar and when you have a relationship you do need to have something to kind of rub up against or bump off of, you know, I mean, that's something that encourages you to grow, not challenging or difficult, um, but something interesting. And twin flames are too similar to have that type of a relationship. They're better off, in my opinion, from my biochemistry anyway, as friends, not necessarily lovers. But there are some people, of course, who do really great in love relationships with twin flames. So it's really important when you read information to run it through your own being to see if it's accurate for you as well, because everyone's unique. Well, I thought that he wanted um, a relationship with me, and then I thought that I hurt him mm-hmm. because I didn't believe in myself. Mm-hmm. And Did you actually believe- have a conversation about that with him? No. Right. So, so all of that is a fantasy. Really, that's just a fantasy. It's not you've made it up, a story that you've put a lot of energy into and that you've recreated that doesn't exist. So uh, and that's that whole, that's why it's very important to be grounded in your body. I can tell you if a man is really interested in women, most men will do just about anything to try to get her attention. And if you haven't had a real time conversation with someone because you're in a human body, you are not in an etheric reality. You live in a physical reality. If you're not having a real time conversation with someone, it literally doesn't exist. It's very important that you learn to separate those facts and figures out and not make up stories that de- detour you from your life here in a body. And so he never had any intention. He nope. Does he even know who, who I am? He did at one time briefly, but no, he's not. He doesn't have any connection to, towards you. Oh. Uh, yeah. I wish I would have known this a long time ago. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. Maybe you weren't ready to hear that, right? But you're ready to hear it now for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, that's good. Well, 
Okay, yeah, and it's good. And then where do you see me um, manifesting all my natural gifts and talents for my career? I, I think that a big part of learning to be really honest with yourself is and really in your body and really present is kind of like the key ingredient for you. So mm-hmm. the more you can do that, the more you can stay in that space for longer periods of time, the easier it will be to let those things move out in real-time physical reality and not just in the etheric realm. Okay. Do you see it happening like in the next six months? Yeah, possibly. More like May, you might notice some things uh, coming to fruition, but it'll be important that you stay grounded and in your body. Very important. Huge in your case. Very important. Okay. Okay? Perfect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for being brave. That was a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's liberating. <laughs> Good. See, that's always a great sign, you know, how you feel, even though some information may be shocking, how you feel about it ultimately, ultimately is an indicator that it's true for you. So that's wonderful. Great. Okay, thanks so much. All right. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right, let's uh, come a little closer to home and talk to Candy in Bellevue. Hi, Candy. How are you? Oh, hi, Marie. Hi. I recognize your voice. You're so sweet. Thank you. I love your radio show. Oh, thank you. I've learned so much. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad you enjoy it. Um, Question. Mm -hmm. Should I try to turn my company into a nonprofit organization, or should I just walk away and move on to something else? What would you like? I'd like to keep the company and turn it into a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. It, it, does that does that cost a lot of money, or what are the the reasons why you've hesitated to do that? Well, um, as a profit making company, the company didn't make any profit, right? But it was very popular, right? Um, and so, if I apply for a grant, mm-hmm. I can keep it going. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I don't know if I can get a grant. Right. But just to throw this away just seems, oh, just hard to do. <laughs> okay. Do you enjoy the company? Does it make you really, 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 really happy? It makes me really, really happy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, why don't you go ahead and apply for the grant anyway and see what happens? I mean, you have nothing to lose, right? Right. But I just, I think this is what I'm seeing. I think that you would love to have a life of some comfort and leisure, do some traveling, hang out with friends, Maybe a partner, if you would allow that into your life. Um, that's what I'm thinking. What do you think? Well, that would be really nice. <laughs> I just don't know how that's all going to happen. Well, you know, the great thing is you don't have to know how that's going to happen, and you don't have to try to figure it out. It's really important that you allow the universe to do that. So getting stuck and fixated on on a limited perception of how your life is supposed to be, like like you can never let go of this company that hasn't created a profit for you, that takes a lot of time and energy, I'm assuming. Yes. Right? right. And, and I just see that you would much rather travel and have fun. So I kind of think that it, go ahead and apply for the grant, but if the grant doesn't come through, let's celebrate that. And let's celebrate that you're going to allow the universe to come in and kind of swoop you off your feet and let you start receiving a whole lot more than you've allowed yourself to in the past. Ah, well, that sounds good. <laughs> really? I mean, does that <laughs> I'm really? I'm open sound? to that. Okay, good, good, good. So, I, go ahead and apply for the grant, and if you get it, then you can maintain the company for a little while longer. But I, it takes a tremendous amount of energy. It just does. Don't you agree? Um, only because that's really where I'm focused. Okay. 
All right. Yeah. I, I, I just think there's a whole lot more for you to have in your life okay. than this than this job. Okay. 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 I'm so glad I called. I know. Me too. Have a beautiful day. You too, Marie. Thanks. Thank Bye. you. And we're going to take another break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. If you want to call in, what phone numbers can they use, Eric? They can use 425-373-5527. Again, that's 425-373-5527. Or you can dial toll-free 888. I'm sorry, that's 877-825-8828. Wonderful. We'll be right back. Nowadays, you can go to just about any astrology website, type in your birth information, and download your chart. That's great, but how many of us know how to read it? Christopher Renstrom has created a course targeted for the person who's interested in astrology, but whose eyes glaze over whenever things start to get too technical and wordy. Join Christopher at his Beginning Astrology Weekend Workshop, February 25th and 26th, at the Courtyard on Lake Union. This class is perfect for those interested in learning about astrology, or perhaps even in becoming astrologers themselves one day. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Shift your morning into overdrive with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on Alternative Talk 1150. Caffeinate your consciousness 6 a.m. weekdays with hot talk and great guests as you get your day underway with Mance and Mitchell, the most unusual radio show in western Washington. Presets adore us, snooze buttons fear us. On Wednesday, Susan Preston, relationship counselor and social media savant, tells us how to make Facebook and Twitter our wingmen. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Become a Reiki master the weekend of March 2nd through March 4th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. Steve, a former participant, describes the workshop as deeply moving and profoundly powerful as participants become internally connected to a sacred lineage. The Reiki modality has provided me with a beautiful channel with which to focus my healing energies. I highly recommend it. Thank you, Marie. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, for more details. Open your ears, open your heart, open your mind. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in sunny, gorgeous, blue, stunning, warm. What is the temperature, Eric, anyway, here in Seattle? Uh, you know, I will have to check on that. He's laughing I, at all my verbs. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm just laughing because I, I don't, I don't know the answer off the top of my I head. I can tell so you it's like, warm I, enough. I'm jump into action here. Uh, yeah, I can tell you it's warm enough that I was fifty seven degrees. Fifty seven. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have my coat on when I walked out of the house. Once I got in the car, because I happened to have the sunroof open a little bit, I had to throw my car, my coat on. 
It's so beautiful outside. I hope wherever you are in the world, no matter what time of day it is, that it's beautiful for you as well. And we're doing readings here on Tuesday. My last Tuesday, I'm going to be just on the radio on Thursdays beginning next week because I have so many things going on uh, more publicly in person, um, book signings and whatnot and workshops and lectures that are scheduled already um, many times throughout the year. And the book's not even out yet. In fact, my very first book signing here in Washington is on March 7th at 7 o'clock at Third Place Bookstore in Bothell. So that's kind of exciting. Um, Who do we have on the phone lines now? Let's talk to Pam in Spokane. Hi, Pam. How are you? Oh, my gosh, Marie. Hello. March 7th is my birthday, and my daughter lives in Bothell. Perfect. Oh, my. Wouldn't that be great? I could give you a hug. I would love that. I know. I would love that. And I love the two of you together. Your energy is so much fun. I just love it. Thank I'm you. so happy to be on your last show, and I want last, to encourage you Last Tuesday show. Last Tuesday show. I want to lighten up. <laughs> you want to lighten up, you said? Yeah, light, light, light. <laughs> so what can I do for you? Well, I've been focused a lot on clearing. You know, mm-hmm. last year was just a blur of heaviness, and, and I want um, to go in a whole new direction. I have no idea what that is, and kind of like... Uh, uh, Painting a whole new painting. I think that's a great idea. And I just want some uh, whatever, you know, and mm-hmm. hit, you can give me mm-hmm. in that regard. Well, what the guides are saying is that moving in directions that don't feel comfortable are actually in your best interest. You tend to keep your world safe and yeah. in a kind of closed in. I mean, that's nice. That's wonderful to be able to create that type of an existence where you feel safe and and have your creature comforts around you. I mean, that's lovely. Um, But to really have the growth that you want, you're going to need to go in the direction that doesn't feel safe. As crazy as that may sound. And and I don't mean, you know, walk outside. I'm constrained in my safety. Pardon? I feel constrained by the little. Yeah. It's closing you down. It's, it's shutting you down, you know, and I'm not, I'm I'm looking for expansion. Right, right. So, you know, I'm not suggesting that you drive to downtown Seattle and walk maybe an unsafe street at 2 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) That's not what I mean. But that that creature comfort that you've created, which is really beautiful, that you work on not maintaining that so tightly. Because you're right. It's holding you in. And to expand means to change, to be different, to modify your energy system. And that generally happens through new experiences. So, so is there a technique or a mirror work or something that mm. would help me move in that direction? Well, maybe don't do something unless it feels uncomfortable. Because you're, <laughs> you're so good at creating that comfort, creature comfort around you, that maybe don't go jump into doing something like that in, unless it feels uncomfortable. Like, uh, I don't know, maybe what's your favorite, like, what's a routine that you do in, in the morning for yourself? What's a routine that you do that may even take you outside? I mean outdoors? I don't know. Just like, what's your morning like? What do you do? Do you? Do oh, you... I, I like to give myself some Reiki and uh-huh. practice knowledge. It's a uh-huh. meditation technique. Uh-huh. I think you need to get out of the house. Number one, yeah. and maybe yeah. if you're if Reiki is your morning routine, join a Reiki circle that you've never belonged to, that you know no one in. Get out of the house. Just start venturing out of your safety zone. 
And and don't, you know, like don't do a Reiki thing for yourself in the morning unless you're going to do it outside in a different location because you're so comfortable in your surroundings, you just won't move, you know, right? So hold yourself back, which I think will push you out. Okay? Okay. All right. Good luck. Thank you. And happy birthday. I hope to see you on the 7th. All right, let's talk to Melissa in Kirkland now. Hi, Melissa. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm great. What can I do for you? Well, I just wanted like a little bit of a general reading on mm. um, what you see in terms of work and mm-hmm. what have you. Are you I'm a little nervous because I never yeah. get through? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, well, well, I'm so glad you got through and congratulations. That's lovely. And thank you for. Uh, listening to the show and trying to get in before. That's really sweet. Um, are you So you're anxious about the reading, which oh, that's normal. I'm anxious when I have an astrologer read for me, and a lot of my friends are astrologers, so you think I'd be totally relaxed about it, but it always makes me nervous. Are you also nervous about work? Sometimes. Uh-huh. Um, I, I've been doing um, my business for a couple years, uh-huh. but various things have gotten in the way because the business that I really make money from is a priority over the business that I'm trying to create. So mm-hmm. I'm just wondering where things are going to go because it, 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 you know, I'm going to put up a website and all that. Good. Finally, curious. right? Finally. Yeah. I mean, that's right. really what the guides are saying, finally. And I'm, I'm so glad you're putting some energy into the business that you really like because something may get a little weird in the business that pays all the bills for you. And, and partially that's because you've waited too long to make the transition you know, that was your plan. You started this second business, which I don't know what it is. And, and your plan was to transition and things, maybe they didn't happen as quickly as you wanted, or it's that fear, you know, that fear of security that a lot of people hold on to rather than taking some form of risk. And so something may happen, not necessarily, they love you there. So it's not like that you're going to lose your job, but maybe you'll get a new boss that you don't like, or they'll restructure the organization, or ultimately there could be some layoffs. I'm not really sure. But something may shift in the regular job that you really don't want to do anymore, which will help you to put more energy in the one that you do. Well, the one that I that I currently have is mm-hmm. permanent. Why? Because it's a family business, and I run ah. it with family. So that's not gonna that's not gonna change. The difference is, is I'm now you know just actively putting way more energy into you know it's trying to juggle both. Yeah, but you don't like that family business. I do like it. It pays my bills very well. No. Thank you. Well, that's, that's, so, so let's just be clear. You like it because of the money, but you do not like the family business. At least that's what I'm seeing. I mean, you yeah, know, it's tough. It's, it's tough, tough is an it's, understatement. It's, yeah, it's so uncomfortable. It's you, you know what it feels like to me? And this is funny. I didn't really like school until I went to college. I didn't have good experiences. I didn't really enjoy the people that I was around. It was not fun for me. But when I think of you and work, I feel like I'm in seventh grade and I'm walking into homeroom and I'm not a happy puppy at all. (laughs) I mean, that's how uncomfortable it is. I think seventh grade was uncomfortable for most people no matter what. But it really was a challenge for me to go to class every morning to homeroom because I really I hated school for a long time. I mean, college again was where I flourished and where I really enjoyed my educational system. That's how comfortable your work is. So this family run business, and I'm very happy it pays your bills, of course. I I would love for you, as you put the energy into this one thing that you love, I would love for you to find ways where you can continue to pull yourself out of the family business, but continue to make money as well. And I think the universe message to you, and I'm, I'm sorry for this message, 
but it's very important, and you already know it. Don't focus on this is the only way I can make money. Because what, oh no, no, I actually don't. I know I can make money doing what I'm doing. I'm just not putting enough effort. Well, but yeah, but I'm there's not. a reason because you're afraid. You're you believe me. There is a feeling inside of you that you can only make money doing blah 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 blah. Or of course you would have pulled the plug a long time ago because you like money. You do. You like money, and that's great. I love money too. I think it's wonderful. So it, be you know the universe is trying to teach you that when you have that mindset. You're suffering, you know, it's like, it's like having a a big rock in your shoe and it's really uncomfortable, you know, so how long do you want to suffer or when do you want to allow yourself to take the rock out of your shoe and at least hold it in your hand and eventually just put it on a table so that you don't have to suffer because you've been suffering for a long time with this situation. It's like you're paralyzed and locked into it. And I think you can get a whole lot more creative and find a way to really be sincerely happy. Oh, good. Okay, but you got to work on it, and you got to cut some of those ties. So, do you think that that the website stuff, because it's actually going to probably launch in a couple weeks? Oh, I, I, my feeling about it is it's about time. That's the one that I got. <laughs> it is. It actually is. It's it been is a very long process. Yeah, you've waited too long. So let's put the energy there, and and seriously, get curious about how you can pull yourself out of you know, what you consider this lifeboat that you have to be a part of, and that's not true. You know, you really need to reevaluate that. Yeah, we have been. So that's a real Good. positive note. I've actually yeah. been doing that. Congratulations. So that's we're all wonderful. We're trying to do that. Good. So thank you. You're welcome. Have a beautiful and day. And it's 63 degrees, by the way. All right. In Kirkland. <laughs> that's where I'm heading after the show. 63 degrees. Thank you so much. Okay. Have a great day. You Good too. Good luck. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Let's stay in Kirkland where it's nice and toasty. <laughs> let's talk to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm good. How are you today? I'm fabulous. What can I do Very for you? Good. Oh, thank you. What can I do for you? Well, first of all, um, I want to say I love the Tuesday show, and I'm really going to miss it, but I'm really happy for everything that's happening. Thank you. And I'll be here on Thursdays, you know, so you can still call in and and ask, you, you know, there'll be the days where it'll just be me, but yeah, it won't be every week that it's just okay. me. Yeah, but I'll still well, be I'm- around. Okay. Well, my um, I feel like my guys have really been trying to tell me something, and I'm yeah. just not listening very well. <laughs> well, and, and see how you know that? That's that knowingness. I love it. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Well, they do say that you're, and I'm gonna. They tell me to be nice with the word. They they actually wish that I had a thesaurus with me right now, so I could look up the word I want to use, because <laughs> it's, you know, they want me to soften it up. But they say that you're, and this is the word they want me to soften up. Incredibly stubborn. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. So if if you could, if you could, I don't know if you're in a car, so, you know, if you are, please don't do what I'm going to ask okay. you to do. But, you know, if you could close your eyes and just be curious about what is it that, you know, that my being, my oneness wants me to have an awareness of right, right at this moment in my life. If you could move into that more curious place using language like oneness, it, a lot of times when you're searching for information that's already inside of you, it's really important to not use language that you normally would use. Like if someone's single, that when am I going to meet my life partner? Well, that's something they've been asking for probably a while and their body has a a certain reaction to it. That's only going to lead to a certain amount of information. You know, the question might be, you know, when would it be in my highest good to partner in this lifetime? Notice that lifetime is an extended, it's not tomorrow. There is an annoyance and then highest good. So for you to just get, a question that's more curious and softer, like the way I described it earlier, I think you're going to have 
uh, a great uh, wealth of information. But really, there, there's something that I'm picking up on, which is kind of interesting. You may already know this, though. But do you have some people that are not necessarily in your direct family, but friends or friends of friends who are sick right now? Do you have some illnesses kind of floating around the ethers? There uh, are. Yes, yeah. there are, too. Yeah. So what I'm getting is that there's going to be some losses in, in your community. That's part uh-huh. of the best over this next year. And I think that's one thing your guides are trying to help you with, because what will happen is you're going to end up being the rock for some people. And so the the sooner you can grieve the loss of whatever this person is or get come to some sort of clarity and comfort about when you get those phone calls, because you will, I promise uh-huh. you, you will, then you'll be able to be in your own stability without having to try to work through your own grief or sorrow while you're nurturing someone else. So that's one thing that I can hear from your guides. Okay. That's interesting. How many guides do I have? You have nine. Yeah, you have nine. nine. Yeah. Which is a metaphor, whether you have really nine guides or not, I can't say for sure, but I believe you do. But metaphorically, what it means to me is that you're not going to have that many more lifetimes on earth. So, you know, because this is probably not your favorite place. You're probably mostly annoyed with human beings. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you know, you maybe you'll have four or five more lifetimes or less because it's all about free will, too. We get to make that decision. There's No one has to have a certain amount of lifetimes. Well, Ainsley McLeod may disagree with me. I'm not sure. But no, <laughs> nobody needs to have a allotted, you know, oh, you need to have 14,000 lifetimes. But you're, when you have nine guides, it means that you're, you're fi- it's a finishing number. It's a conclusion number. And you're thinking about not coming back here again because it's just not serving you as well as some other time space reality will in the future. Yeah. So you're good. closing it up. Yeah. Great question, by the way. Wonderful question. Okay. And, and All right. Yeah. Thank you. So thank you. Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Let's talk to Lynn in Seattle now. Hi, Lynn. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Thank you. It's wonderful to talk with you. Yes, you too. What can I do for you? Well, I just did like a general reading. Everything in my world right now is a little chaotic. Yeah. And my family's trying to get me to move. And mm. Do you... I don't have a job. And so it's just, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I do love? And I'm sorry you're having such a hard time. Energetically, your energetic system, I don't think it's more taxed than it normally is. However, the fascia in your body is really stressed, which lets me know that you're stressed, you know, from your muscles to your tendons to your ligaments, the fascia feels strained to me. So that can be physically draining even, you know, like, oh, I just have to go back to bed again, kind of a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. But I do love that your family is wanting to help you because I feel like their help is authentic. I really do. They're really looking out for your best interest. And you just keep hoping that things are going to change like tomorrow, you know. And they and you've been hoping this for a little while, and they're not changing. So they're actually coming up with what I think are good solutions. They're, they're, they don't have to be permanent. And I think you should kind of let your family help you out. You know, you're, it's not your favorite thing to let people help you. At least that's what I think. And um, sometimes that's the reason why we get in some sort of predicaments, whether it's a health issue or, in your case, a, a job issue. It's to help us to learn to let people help us, you know, because we're, we wouldn't let it happen normally or on a regular timeline. We, we wouldn't let that occur for some reason in our life when we had probably numerous opportunities. And I'm talking about you. And yes, I put myself in that same scenario. And so the universe has, has appropriately created 
a wonderful way for you to let people who really love you and care about you help you come up with a good strategy that would, that I think is in your best interest. Okay, so you don't really see anything in Seattle happening. Well, I, you know, what for what state were you planning to move to, or do they want you to move to? Alaska. Oh, yeah, that sounds really cool. <laughs> uh, do you have relatives in yeah. California? <laughs> no, you know, we have frozen shut, and everything's a crisis when it happens. And, and what part of, um, what area in Alaska? Anchorage. Yeah, and that's a nice big city. It's not bad. No, it's not. And, and think of it as a vacation. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Think of it as a vacation that you're going to go okay. and, and let people take care of you. And, and isn't that lovely that your family wants you to be with them? It is. Yeah, so, and, and then you don't have to worry about how do I make things work and blah, 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 and be in that stress. I think that you should... This is just what I didn't know was Alaska, so that just sounds a little chilly to me. But I, but the overall feeling feels the same. I think this is an opportunity for you to regroup, get nurtured. You don't know who you're going to meet or what's going to happen. I think it'll be a great experience for you. And it doesn't feel permanent. It feels temporary. Okay, because I don't want it permanent. I've lived up there before. I know, I know. So I don't want it to be permanent. It's not, my sister is like in her 80s, and so, um, you know, I don't, when she passes, I don't want to be up there. Okay, anymore. great. And and then so it's kind of a win win. You get to get to go hang out with her during some of her maybe her. She's pretty stubborn, so I don't know when she's going to leave the planet. You know her her <laughs> yes. whatever. Yeah. So it it feels right to me, but it needs to feel right to you too as well. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. So, you know, I got some interesting news here recently. You know, the book is supposed to be out on shelves on March 1st. Well, it might be out a little bit earlier. Apparently, if you've pre-ordered on Amazon, it's going to show up in your house um, next week, I believe it is. And that means also that CD might be out there, too, how to communicate with your spirit guides. So um, I hope you enjoy this new information that Sounds True has published um, for me on my behalf, which I am so grateful for. And I hope that you go to the website and look at where I'm doing book signings, and I'll be happy to sign your book or your CD um, lesson program. And um, I'll be traveling a little bit this year uh, around the country and hopefully more places to come. So that's why we're not doing Tuesdays any longer, but we will be here on Thursdays as as long as uh, this body wants to come here, which my body loves coming to the studio. It's one of my favorite things to do. So thank you very much for listening on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I look forward to you listening on Thursdays and all the podcasts will be there for you. um, Hundreds of shows. And we'll talk to Christopher Renstrom on Thursday. Until then, joyful blessings. Bye-bye. 